Spooky. Cover me. I'm going. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 I'm your regular host, Will, and joining me as always is my good buddy, Matt Serafini. Hey, Matt. Hey, Will. How's it going? I'm all right. How you doing? I'm good. And let me introduce our third, or uh, I guess our, you're basically a resident host at this point, right, Chris? You would say as much. Yeah, I'd say so. I would yeah. also say so. So our other host, Chris Sheridan. Hello. And how you doing, Chris? Oh, you know, it's, it's Monday. I was going to say, <laughs> yes, it is Monday. And this is our second episode I think we recorded on Monday. We've recorded the other two on Sunday, so yeah. we're half for half. I, I think we should make every episode on Sunday. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to uh, um, anger our god of Garfield. <laughs> uh, but we'll sell, we shall see. Because, um, anyway, we have two guests on the podcast this week. And not only guests, they are roommates. Let me introduce our guest for this month. It's Corey Spanner. Hey, Corey. Hey, Will. How you doing? I'm fantastic, man. How are you? I'm all right. And uh, also, we have Ben Kramer on the show. How you doing, Ben? Good, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming on. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having us. We really needed this. Um, we <laughs> yeah. appreciate the help. I really like everybody asking Will how he's doing. <laughs> like, it's obviously <laughs> it's polite, but just that three different people, four different people ask Will. <laughs> How are you? Oh, sorry, sorry for being polite. No, no, I, no. I, I, I like it's like a Wes Anderson. Kind uh, of yeah, thing. exactly. It's Wes Anderson. Like, yeah. Uh, Bill Murray regular or Wes Anderson's uh, regular collaborator. There ben, we go. Or Bill Murray. I was gonna say Ben Murray. Ben Murray. <laughs> ben Murray. Oh man. Okay. Uh, Corey and Ben, you might not know this, but actually, uh, Bill Murray recorded several of his lines on this movie on the set of The Life Aquatic. I did not Boy. know that. That's yeah. that's a fun fact. That is a and apparently, uh, not not all of them were lines. They're just things that he said, like non sequiturs and just random tangents. I thought have. that was our theory. Oh, I thought that was nah, real. At this point, I think that's true. That's real. I feel at this point, <laughs> I don't know what's real and what's not because I have a I have another thing to add that I heard, oh. but I'll have to save that until our notes. But oh. uh, anyway, um, let me just say real quick that uh, one of the main reasons we wanted to have Ben and Corey on the show. It's not only because we're pretty good friends. I know Chris, or sorry, not Chris, you, Matt, in particular, mm-hmm. are good friends with uh, Corey and Ben. You guys go to a lot of movies, right? And you oh, guys yeah. hit the multiplexes, mm-hmm. see the shows. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of shows. Yeah. There. But uh, we also wanted to have roommates because this was actually a theme we had in mind for our uh, Cat in the Hat season. Right. But we felt like this is a movie with uh, Garfield and Odie, two roommates who learned to love each other. We thought, you know. Why don't we have two roommates that just love each other to pieces? Is that fair to say? Um, <laughs> it's it's fair to say now. Oh, I would say now. We, oh. Yeah, there's a real glow in the apartment. Now. We had been expressing some of our issues to Matt separately, and yeah. he recommended we watch Garfield to try to as a way to sort of put our feelings into images. Okay. He's putting the, the, the gospel of Garfield the movie. Yeah, okay. yeah. So. Um, uh, would you guys say one of you is more the Garfield and one of you is more the Odie in this relationship? Definitely. Definitely. See, going into this, I expected 
Ben to be Garfield because he's like fat and messy and always gets on my nerves. He has orange hair too. Really? What's that? Yeah, he does have orange hair. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna let that one slide. <laughs> well, you, I mean, yeah. I mean, you saw that coming too, right? You yeah. look at Garfield. And you see. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of fancied myself a Garfield as well prior to. But watching. as we were watching the movie, we realized that Ben's more of an Odie because he'll just go days without talking to me. He's constantly. <laughs> He's constantly distracted. The only time he ever shows any sort of emotion is when he's dancing. I'm also a good boy. You are a good boy. Blue ribbon winning. And, good boy. And I'm Garfield because I'm always getting bent out of a pickle, whether it's be whether that's like covering rent or <laughs> covering for like his girlfriend, things like that. Oh, you know? Yeah. Kind of delightful. <clears throat> So yes, we did see a lot of ourselves in this film. Corey also, time from time to time, kicked me out of bed, which is well, let's not let's let's talk about that. okay, 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 yeah. Oh wow. Uh, so um, I guess we can ease that into some notes that you two might have about the film. Is there anything in particular having watched this film that stood out to you? Well, first, actually, uh, have you guys seen this movie before you watched it for the podcast? I saw it when I was very young, and I. I remember watching it with my family, but I don't remember the actual movie. I don't remember this movie even existing. <laughs> <laughs> that must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So having seen the film now in the year of our Lord 2019, um, what do you feel about it now? Well, aside from we kept having to pause it to hash things out between each other. Oh, I thought you guys were going to say from laughing. <laughs> Um, no, there was actually more crying than laughing. I see. see. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I expected to dislike it and I came out of it feeling like I enjoyed that 80 minutes that I just spent getting closer to my roommate and watching a horribly CGI cat. With no anus. (laughs) I was very surprised at how how fast it felt. I mean, 80 minutes is short for a movie, but it felt... It felt mm-hmm. even shorter. And I was never really bored. Yeah. It was not I, I had, I had, there were a lot of questions. We had a lot of questions, a lot of about, questions. about the logic within the story, mm-hmm. um, about some of the creative choices, uh, especially about John is the name of their owner, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. John. Sure. John Arbuckle. We had some, que- we had some questions about John. That we, yeah. we don't, I don't like John. Uh, I, I kind of like John. I, I think John. I, I don't get it. I think John's hiding something. Yeah. Well, see, Chris and I are pretty certain that Liz is hiding something. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Liz is just trying to get laid. Uh, Aggressively. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, John wasn't picking up on any of the signals. He's more He's more concerned with his dumb animals. Yeah. <laughs> well, almost. Actually, I, I have one brief note that I that just occurred to me uh, in regard to that. Uh, is that John, John almost went on a date with Liz without ever mentioning Odie. Like, he almost did it. <laughs> Garfield's like, don't tell him. He's like, oh man, I really should. But then, like, what if he, uh, what if he just went on the date and then yeah, she... just kept it to himself. They're at dinner. They're yeah. at like the Bonefish Grill or something like that, and or Carabas or something. And then um, she's like, so how's Odie? And then you, it's <laughs> it all falls apart. Yeah, he's trying to, <laughs> he's trying to cover everything, cover up his tracks, and just the lie just gets worse and worse. Honestly, if they did Probably something like that, it might actually be a funny sequence. 
That's what I was about to say. Could have been a better movie. <laughs> maybe, maybe if Joel Cohen wrote this movie, that would be what that uh, what that sequence yeah. would be. No, Joel Cohen did write this movie, right? <laughs> a, Ethan, a Joel Cohen. Ethan was off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A Joel Cohen worked on this movie. That's correct. Um, yeah, but not. Uh, I guess he technically would be B Joe Cohen in this scenario. Ah. But oh well. Uh, anyway, uh, any particular <laughs> notes? You guys mentioned you had some logic issues and things of that like. I was curious if you had any more uh, specific examples of that, like what kind of struck you off or what would made you question the reality of this film. There were just a lot of moments where we just looked at each other and raised our eyebrows, like what? Like I remember the big one where we just started screaming at each other. <laughs> was when the suitcase falls in the final showdown with the shock collar mm-hmm. and they just don't go over the suitcase. Yeah. They had demonstrated before that they could jump over things. They're and, both pretty good jumpers. Yeah, they're animals <laughs> and they they could move. Reminded me a lot of when Ben could like do the dishes, but he doesn't. <laughs> oh, and, is there? And here they were just like, nah, we're just going to get a shock collar put on us instead of jumping over this suitcase. I was actually pretty mad in that moment. Well, another another logic thing that kind of screwed me up a little bit was a lot of the animals talk, but Odie doesn't. <laughs> right. And that doesn't make any sense to me. And also kind of made me think, do I not talk to my roommate enough? <laughs> Corey, what do you think? No. Do you guys need to, like, handle... Is, is everything okay? It just so. blows my mind that these things only cross Ben's mind when he sees an anusless cat and a mute dog. Right. But anyway, another 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 big question we had was, and now we not we are not steeped in the lore of Garfield, but what does John do? Like he's got a massive house. Mm-hmm. He's spending all his money on lasagna. He's got. A, Another thing that really bugged me was that he's got this huge living room mm-hmm. and a big space, like a big entertainment center. And he's got the smallest TV, <laughs> tiniest TV. He's so tiny. Well, I mean, and he all like, does he always leave the, the the TV remote half hanging off the stand so that Garfield can knock it down? I think so. Like yeah. Garfield acted like that was a normal thing. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't buy into that. I definitely for some reason he can't hear Garfield. The movie will be better if he could. Imagine the romp it would be. <laughs> Chris, what yeah, I definitely noticed the the gigantic house for no reason. Yeah, that bugs me. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, what does he do? Why does he need all that space? Did he inherit it? That's yeah. Or is he super rich? We were trying to yeah. figure that out last month a little bit. Yeah, I think we settled on he's like a graphic designer. I know in the comics yeah. he's a cartoonist. He's basically Jim Davis or some variation of him. But yeah, I think. Because the only time we see him working is when he's on the computer and he's like typing some. It like, looks like he's thing. making a captcha. Yeah, he's looking. Yeah. I was gonna say he's looking to make a captcha. And I, John, always <laughs> struck me as the kind of guy that maybe he like <clears throat> he bought the house on the off chance that he might take a girl home and he just wants to impress her. <laughs> yeah, I get those vibes from him. <laughs> he's like, or he's just like, or he's just like so lonely. He's like, yeah, I'll have kids someday, and this will be our house. Yeah, he's just planning yeah. really far ahead. There's also the theory that we've concocted that he once owned the house with Lyman, mm-hmm. a popular character from the comics, and they were in a potentially uh, romantic relationship together before something went terribly awry. Yes. Or uh, mm-hmm. maybe in uh, lighter terms that Lyman just left the picture. 
so we don't really know exactly what happened. But yeah, these these questions are certainly valid in a lot of respects. And I think even after four viewings, the four of us, we're or sorry, the three of us, yeah, uh, yeah, we're still puzzled by this this peculiar little movie. Uh, is there anything else? Yeah. Or? Um, yeah, it doesn't take place oh. in any specific city. <laughs> Yeah, no idea what city that was. Yeah, like called also, city. I know, but I know it's, it's very clearly just like a studio backlot. Oh, yeah, the guys the, on the bus towards the downtown. There's just a sign, a road sign that says "City Center." With yeah, the, and then yeah. another says "The City." Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, I noticed city that sign. right away. I was like, "Oh my god!" It was right before, like right before that, we were asking ourselves what city it was in, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It just literally says "City." Yeah, I realized last month we talked about. It. That the city skyline they show of the city is like impressively generic. It's very yeah. generic, yeah. yeah. Like so is the suburb. Couple of buildings. It's a regular metropolis. Yep. And then I think the last thing I don't want to harp on these too much because I got. I'm sure you guys have all noticed all these things, but we have a conniption fit with the hacker man who was looking at a layout of all the air ducts yeah. in the giant skyscraper. Like it was like a level in a video game. Like there, that doesn't exist, right? Corey turned to me and said, is that a real job? Oh yeah, we had that exact same thing. Like it's, it's like this, this yeah. guy's job is to sit there and stare at Vince and look for blockage. It's I pretty mean, incredible. And like the blockage, like how, how do they know, how do they track Garfield so well? Yes. Are there like heat sensors in there or something? I, would I guess uh, some some like weighted mass is in the the vents, and they're like, mm-hmm. "That's not that." Maybe. Yeah. Well, I just thought it was very convenient that that guy was on on the shift. I guess when Garfield decided to come in, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, yeah. Well, that's I how can't it, they that. had it open because they were working on it. That's how it right. got in. That's true. That's true. They were working on it. At least the screenwriters gave us that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I pitched. I think I pitched this on the episode. If not, I told Will and Chris. I think we one of the things we should do this year is call an HVAC company and try to figure out what the heck is going on here. Yeah, I agree. Well, there's a lot of holes like that. Yeah, not not holes. It's just like things <laughs> things that could be explained. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll, I I think I'm real biggest... friendly with a guy uh, at my job that that comes and services our our HVAC uh, system. I might ask him if he's like, hey. Have you seen 2000, 2000's Garfield, <laughs> Chris, the movie? Please do this. Please yeah. do this. If I, if I see him, I will ask him. People uh, in that industry just hate this movie because of that scene. Like, people also, ask about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> ask him if he can, ask him if you can uh, record that conversation. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, please record that <laughs> okay. conversation. Good call, good call, guys. Oh. oh, man. But, yeah, so I guess we'll put a pause on that and then, uh, We'll uh, figure out next month or maybe some future episode what the uh, verdict is there. But uh, in the meantime, Chris, do you have any notes? I have a couple notes. I didn't have so many this time. Um, it's it's the more times I see this, the, the more uh, bothered I am by the inconsistency and in the quality of the Garfield CGI. Um, I mean, it's always bad. He's just a badly designed character and badly animated. But in terms of um, rendering, rendering and like especially in the outdoor scenes. The he he looks very clearly like a character has been pasted over an environment instead of uh, being part of the environment, uh, especially during the opening scenes when he's outside hanging out with Nermal and and Luca and stuff like that. He just feels like he's kind of on top of the picture instead of in it. Yeah. Whereas conversely, there are some scenes where I mean, 
as well as this movie does it. It's not very good, but there are some shots that are animated like significantly better than others. Yeah. And then it'll hard cut to one where it just looks awful. Yeah. Um, one question, one question I had while watching it is he gets on the, he gets on that chair several times throughout the movie. Yeah. And I don't know whether it was an illusion, like just from the bad CGI, but it seemed like he was like getting fatter as the movie went on. <laughs> yeah, and it was like harder for him to get on the chair as the movie went on. I, that could just be my complete imagination. I, I've never noticed, but I'll keep an eye out for that next month. Yeah, me yeah. too. That almost feels I, like something that the animators kind of had a, a, an in joke with, and the director of the movie wasn't quite in tune with. I could see that being <laughs> an in joke. I could see that. Uh, mm-hmm. It yeah. really bugged me. When uh, Garfield, okay, so two things in regards to the the, the dog show. Um, when Garfield climbs into the back of the truck, the way he's hanging onto the back of the bed is is creepily human like. Like the way his arm grips it, he's kind of I don't know. It looks like a person wearing a suit. It's really weird. Uh, <laughs> do, was there any? How did they do that? Just willy nilly, or was there a mocap? Was there a mocap Garfield um, on set? Uh, they used a stuffed animal in certain shots. I <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't they use like the silver ball kind of thing? Like I don't know how. Okay. Like there's like that like thing where like for like weight and consistencies, like they have different objects that they use. Yeah. But a lot of the time it's just like a bunch of uh, just a bunch of air, I guess. Yeah. So that that actually reminds me. There's a part where Garfield was trying to get John to look at the television because yes. Odie's on the news. Yes. And it it looks like he's just looking straight oh, to the yeah. right of where John, Garfield yeah. is. Like he's not looking at where Garfield oh, is. Oh, yeah, when, when he's walking up. Yeah, that, and then when he's also sitting at his desk, that whole sequence, yeah. I think, he just, I don't know, maybe they were just like, pretend Garfield Yeah, Garfield's like jumping yeah. up and down, and he's just looking over his head. I think you should have at My least favorite. noticed the TV in his periphery. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I was like, oh, maybe he's looking past him to the TV, yeah. but no. yeah. My favorite is still just when anybody holds Garfield. <laughs> no Because no one knows how to hold him. Especially at the end when they're holding Garfield and Odie. Like, uh, obviously, uh, Jennifer Lewis, or what, what's her name? Jennifer, Jennifer Love, Love Hewitt. Hewitt. Yeah, uh, she is clearly holding a real animal. And then, like, John's just, like, kind of, like, he's doing the yeah. thing everyone does, which is, like, one hand around waist, one hand on bum. Especially that nurse at the beginning or whoever the vet person is. Like, no yeah. one knows how to hold Garfield. <laughs> yeah, I've, I... Corey actually... Go ahead oh, that was like, so way back, way back in the day in, you guys remember Disney Adventure Magazine? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like the size no, of a pamphlet. I don't think and, so. And uh, mm-hmm. they had all kinds of like Digest. movies and stuff. Yeah. And uh, there was a promo for the Garfield movie. And I saw the picture of Liz holding Garfield, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt holding Garfield. And it looked really weird. And I was like, oh, so that's the direction they're going with this movie. Uh, and as a as a as a card carrying fan of the Garfield comic, I was immediately suspicious. I am. I know exactly what photo you're talking about. Yeah, it was like a promo picture, and she's just smiling. Yeah. It's like here. It's it's not here's Liz the vet holding Garfield. It's here's actress Jennifer Love Hewitt who's going to be in the movie, looking all hot and stuff, holding Garfield is going to be in this movie. Yeah, it's it's it was weird. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send the picture to Will Corey and. Uh... Yeah, I was just about to say I'd like to see yeah, that one. Um, uh, all right, anything else, yeah, Chris? Yeah, a couple more. Uh, I think we we mentioned how Garfield smiles after the Rube Goldberg sequence. Um, oh, I just realized when he smiles, horrifying. it's a human smile. He has human teeth. Yeah, 
Right. Uh, so it's like Cheshire Cat yeah, level. It's not yeah. good. That's how terrifying it is. I compared it to Pennywise last <laughs> month, and I, I, I yeah, think it only gets creep. One. It yeah. only gets creepier. I, it also freaked me out this month. Yeah, it only gets creepier the more we watch this movie. I, I still can't get used to that thing. It just. It gives me the willies, guys. It gave me the willies. I saw it and I was like, I, I rewatched it a couple times. Like, I did not just see that. And then I found myself staring at Garfield's mouth for the next twenty minutes of the movie. Is like, I'm gonna find those teeth. And like, it, they never had that that kind of teeth again. It was more cat like teeth. But man, that yeah, it's just that one shot. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> uh, when Garfield says, "Maybe I'll get a cat scan," that's not even really played as a joke. He just he says, maybe I'll get a cat scan. A cat scan, and like he doesn't look at the camera or laugh or smile. It's just he says the the thing twice, and yeah. But my last note is uh, the extras in the city are really creepy. Yes, especially with them walking across the street. Like, there's some serious like Truman Show uh, hive mind. They remind me. They remind me of like Sim people. Like, just like. They have, like, no objective of their own. Yeah. They're just, like, our whole objective in life is just to walk in a straight line, <laughs> and we have anywhere to be or anywhere to go. We're just here to serve our purpose in this very specific yeah, way. Yeah, or, or so like... I guess your Truman Show comparison makes Yeah, like The too. Matrix or something, where, like, they, they, like, especially in that crosswalk scene, it's just, oh, it turns to walk, and all of a sudden, in perfect unison, everybody staring directly ahead of themselves with a dead expression on their face walks across the street <laughs> and it was deeply unsettling it's like it was like a sound garden music video or something it's just like i don't like it at all yeah i i do love though like um that one scene at the dog show where like the dogs are running and the people are like losing their mind there's like some like expression on their face it's like there's a glitch in the system yeah. <laughs> we weren't operated to do this <laughs> it's like they weren't warned at all they were just there <laughs> they were like, it's like some weird serenity situation with them <laughs> oh man you, right, have you guys seen Serenity? I didn't see it, but I did listen uh, to your review on Cinemaholics. Plug. Sure. Uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. What, with what? Oh, do you have any more notes? Um, no, I don't think so. I did I notice that, that bounces... uh, in the aftermath of the dog show, there's a shot of the newspaper, and I did pause it, and uh, it has a couple of really bad um, puns. <laughs> oh, no. Like dog. Oh, I have a I have a comment about that too. Okay, yeah, that was like one of the articles is new leash on life. Uh, yeah, <laughs> one uh, is pause for nice. concern. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, one I, I hadn't heard this expression before. K uh, nine uh, cuts the carpet for adoring crowd, and apparently cuts the carpet is like a slang for really really good dancing. Cut, mm-hmm. cut in the or rug. Cut the rug. Yeah. It's, okay. It's term. Uh, that's yeah. Cut in the rug. Yeah. Uh, well, I got one thing I want to say about that is the main headline for the OD article, like the front page, like main story of the day. The headline is a fabulous dancing puppy called Odie, which as someone with a journalism background, I got to say that is a terrible headline. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it could have been Odie colon a fabulous dancing puppy. There's so many ways you could have phrased that that makes it way more appealing from a editorial standpoint. Whoever Whoever edited that newspaper should have been fired. I want to get like a next time I watch this, I'm gonna I'm gonna like pause it and see if I can get a really good crisp, high def shot of that newspaper and I actually read the text in there and see how much work do. they put into it. I don't know how yeah. to do that based off of my yeah. Well, this is a just enhance. This is a pre HD time, so there may not be anything in the articles. 
but I'm very curious to see if there there's is definitely it could just be a bunch of there's definitely text in because one of them uh enhance yeah enhance. one of the articles uh mentions a dog named donkey and I couldn't read the rest of the text but oh if this movie's on blu-ray it might be worth the uh expense oh boy I think I have did we crack have points on my Amazon are you book. saying we cracked the system and that Shrek and donkey <laughs> From the hit movie Shrek, oh, are in the Garfield universe. Yes, it, it's true. Every bringing it back around. All three baby. seasons of this yeah. show are connected. <laughs> it's the Ain't Ogre oh, Cinematic man. Universe. <laughs> we figured it out. Yeah, uh, I have a note that kind of bounces off Chris's note about the extras in the city. All right. Um. Well, it, I mean, it's loosely, but but why the heck? Garfield and Lewis have to hide under boxes. Oh, I made that same observation. I don't know. What's going on? Yeah, I was like, very confused. It's, that's, that is infinitely more suspicious than just a cat and a mouse walking around downtown. <laughs> okay, can I add to this? Because yeah, there's also people that are clearly confused why they're moving boxes. Yeah. <laughs> and leading up to them being uncovered, I was like, wait, is there, like, is something going to happen now that they're yep. <laughs> not covered? I was like, is someone going to notice right away? Nope. And nothing no, happens. That, that was just... It's it's so that, that they can have a practical shot, I think. That, and also it's just, this movie's just a mashup of Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 2. Yeah. And that's like the cone scene yeah. of Big Al's toy bar. And, but the, the, the cone scene made sense because, yeah, they're toys. <laughs> understand the 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 uh function animals are real yeah i think you're right man well i mean to be fair this garfield was a cg creation and not made by god and so we don't know exactly how people would feel if they did see garfield in real life so i guess they just gotta play it safe yeah that's true (laughs) lewis was aware of Garfield, I don't know how to say this, but you don't have an anus, and people don't know how to respond to that. You've got human teeth. <laughs> um, uh, should I go into my, the rest of my notes, Will? Yeah. I only have four. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I noticed at the awards show, there one of the other judges appears to be an Ace Hardware lady. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's like wearing a sash that says Ace just a woman in like hardware gear. I don't know. It was I will more product placement. That, yeah. 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 Um, whenever Garfield is in the vent and he crashes into the wall and it like makes the indentation, the Han Solo of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. it's very upsetting to me that his, there's like an indent where his eyelids meet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Cause it implies that was... his eyelids are either really strong or I don't know. That's just, it looks infinitely more painful. <laughs> The pure detail of the indent yeah. is really upsetting. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then I have two more. Uh, I decided that the family that's ad- adopting a cat at the pound is uh, an ultimate. It's this universe's version of the Creed family from Pet Cemetery. <laughs> and so, nice. I'm imagining the ultimate universe where Persnickety gets adopted and becomes uh, Church. Church, yeah. And, and anyone familiar with Pet Cemetery knows what happens to church. Um, yeah. My last note is about the ending Deus Ex Machina 
scene where all of the dogs, cats, and rats show up to save the day. Um, you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's weird because there are no cats or rats. Um, I mean, they, they show rat. I, I will give them credit. They show a rat, like a group of rats on the <clears throat> shelf for like one shot. Um, and persnickety is there to be like, we are here to save you or whatever. But then for the rest of the scene, besides those two shots, all you have are dogs. And Garfield is cheering. He's like, felines, canines, vermines, take down the bad guy. Like, but there, it's just dogs. I can't believe I never noticed this. I literally had to rewind. I was like, wait a minute. I'm going to go back and watch this as soon as we're done. Yeah, they, (laughs) it's like, it's almost as if they like had it in the script that they wanted to have all of those things show up. And then once they got to it, it was like, oh yeah, we can't have cats do that. Only like, we'll only be able to get dogs to behave that way. But they just didn't change the lines. (laughs) Yeah. Especially weird when you consider that in the pound, it's mostly cats. There's like only a couple dogs, I feel like. But yeah. Hmm. That's all. So that's it. Okay. Uh, Wait, do we want to do our Lyman segment right now? Yeah, we kind of already touched upon him. Do you have anything to say? Uh, not particularly. Uh, Corey or Ben, do you have anything to say about uh, Lyman? I guess you guys said you weren't really familiar with the comics, so I'm guessing not. But I'll give the I'll give you guys the floor if you happen to have anything to say about our friend Lyman. Who's Lyman? Who's Lyman? <laughs> Lyman is the previous odor owner of uh, um, Odie, who was in the comics uh, for uh, a, a very brief amount of time, and he had a mustache. He was. Uh, uh, very prone to his emotions, like he'd cry instantly a lot of times, and then he just disappeared, from and he comics. was never heard from again. Yeah, there's no... Well, I assumed that Odie was abused before this movie, right? That's yeah. why he doesn't talk. Oh. I mean, Did Lyman abuse Odie. Wow. You I could argue that mean... Garfield abuses Odie. Right. So Garfield definitely does. Seems like a classic rescue. Yeah. Beat yeah. up good dog. I've known some quiet dogs, and they've all. So this Lyman guy, I don't like him. Wow. I, this has Let's... been the opposite of justice for Lyman, but I kind of yeah. am on board with Corey and Ben. This is a, I, this is a very dark had... segment of. Uh, yeah, well, Lyman it's moment. just the thought I had in the movie when I was like, "That dog's not." I do have talking. a I dog's not. I did have an observation about Lyman uh, in my viewing. Oh, yeah? There's a part where during Garfield's song, uh, John is showing new dog CMI. Yes, yeah, the that which shall not be named. Uh, oh yes. <laughs> the, uh, John is showing Odie the train set that he has in his living room, and I don't believe John ever plays with trains at any other point in the film. No. Uh, so that scene to me was almost wistful. Like uh, maybe maybe trains was like Lyman's thing. Oh. <laughs> and it's like that yeah, hurts. it's like hmm? this is a this is a, a a state of mourning for John that that he still keeps the train set. And it's like, look, Odie, here's. Uh, this, this this is my lover Lyman's this big is my thing. Old, my old lover. <laughs> New dog state of mourning. Yes. Oh man, there it is. Yeah. Um, so, Will. Yeah. Um. Well, I feel like we kind of gotten a a dour note, so I want to lighten things up well. a little bit. Um. So this is the first time I actually got to watch the movie with my dog Oscar. At least not for. Yeah, at oh. least for a little bit of it. 
It was actually during the scene right before um, the shock collar scene when Garfield reunites with Odie and uh, Oscar. I, I sent a Snapchat to Matt. That's what he's referring to. He, he he's very adorably captivated by Oscar or from uh, Odie. Uh, just his mannerisms and talking and whimpering and all that. So that was I thought that was pretty cute. Um, otherwise, uh, this time around, I noticed a lot of like technical inconsistencies or like goofs. Uh, you know, just things that weren't right. For instance, um, when they're driving home from the vet, uh, and you like, I pause the movie when they're just about to pull into the driveway. You can hear Garfield, but if you like look in the back seat, Garfield's not in the car. <laughs> so he's just like he's talking, like he's complaining about Odie, but he's just not there. It's just a grocery bag in the back. <laughs> Do they just fail to animate him or something? <laughs> I think they just figured no one would pause the movie because no one would watch this movie four times like we did. <laughs> so they're like, eh, whatever. Save yeah, some I pause. like the idea that they just failed. To do it. <laughs> Straight up <laughs> yeah, forgot. No, we couldn't finish that scene. Sorry. <laughs> couldn't do it. They had a list of important Garfield scenes and, and they just the CGI'd bomb. what they oh, could. See, I, I thought you meant, I thought, Ben, you were implying that like the animators just got really depressed. Just like, you know, I. Just, <laughs> Can't do no, it. I just can't what do I was it. actually <laughs> implying is that they just they just did every scene like from scratch. Oh, and they just got to that one and just they just messed that one up. <laughs> I like that. Just like no, nah, that one looks especially bad. Yeah. We can't use that. Oh, uh, like it looks so bad. They opted to just use a shot that he's not in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Nah. Oh, that's good. Um. Also, when Happy Chapman gives his card to John, I pause the movie and his card, it doesn't have a phone number in it. He like says, <laughs> please call me. But it's, all it says is this Happy Chapman well, maybe the television personality or something. <laughs> but it looks like, like no, the card's blank on the back. It's just oh. white. It's just a card that says Happy Chapman. Oh, my God. <sighs> so that's like, but yeah, that's, it's to- just not- that's also totally on brand for Happy Chapman because he's such a failure. <laughs> That he doesn't even have like That's a phone true. number that someone can reach him at. Just, just, his name. just go outside and yell his name at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and then show up. Someone called. <laughs> that weird run of his is he just comes to you. Uh, um, Corey and Ben, what did you guys think of the late night hot dog delivery service? <laughs> Wait, what? I almost don't. I don't remember. I remember there being like lots. There was like a hot dog truck. Yeah, the little the little dude on the moped. Uh, yeah, the guy on the moped who. Yeah. Oh. And then I think right after that, there's like a there's like a hot dog truck yeah. that's like an ice there's cream like a truck, ki- kibbly a dog, dog truck, right? or a delivery. Yeah. Well, I think the guy on the motorcycle was like a 2004 version of Postmates. <laughs> oh, he just wow. he just yeah. delivering food to whoever like asks him to give him hot dogs. It's, a, it's like a very, very Seven exclusive Grubhub. Ahead of its time. Also, speaking of food in the movie, when Garfield falls into the lasagna truck, I was really surprised he didn't die. <laughs> yeah. I just want to throw that out there before I oh, forget. Since we're talking about food, I have one more thing to make about the food thing. So that scene where um, like Gar- or, um, John comes home with the lasagna, and he's like, he puts out like four trays of lasagna. Yeah. In front of Garfield, and he's like, "Hey, don't eat this Garfield. I just gotta go." And I think he actually goes back into the car to get more groceries. Uh, Chris, you said that he goes for like a second 
trip. I think he just comes back into house with more groceries. But oh, anyway, that would make more sense. Uh, because like there's a cut. It just seems longer because they go to the TV into Happy Chapman's world and back. Mm-hmm. But I think like in that intermediate time, I think it's only like four to like like a minute or two maybe. Sure. Um, but anyway, my point was that. John knows that Garfield loves lasagna. Why would he tempt him right. by putting out four lasagnas and be like, "No, don't eat that." Like that, that's just such an idiot. yeah. He's he's such a yeah. A we literally doofus. we later on. I thought see the same him, thing. We see him make a lasagna for Garfield, so he knows. Yeah. <laughs> so that one's totally his fault. Just like the Rube Goldberg thing, like like he can blame Garfield all he wants. Like so many of these failings are in him. So uh, I hope he he knows that. Um, let me see. I have one. I'll I'll hold off on my other notes, but uh, I just want to say that something I noticed this time more than other viewings is that Garfield like hasn't been declawed, which is that a normal thing for cats to be declawed like fairly uh, early in yeah. their lives. Some. I mean, there's like a some there's a, there's a pretty vocal movement that say don't declaw your cats because it's it's incredibly oh, really? painful for them. Um. Oh yeah, but some people still do it anyway. So it's, it's, I guess it depends on the owner. Hmm, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was painful. Yeah, for apparently, them. they just rip them out. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Oh. I thought they sand. I thought they sanded them off. I didn't really yeah, rip them out. Because they grow back and they just sand them off. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, yes. you gotta get to the root. You really gotta get to the root. <laughs> well, you know ben what? Kramer, then expert on cats. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I retraced my steps there. You know, I, I said a lot of bad things about John, but that seems like the pretty humane thing for him to do. So Point for John. Well, it's, it's established yeah. that he's, for John. he's a good pet owner. He does care about his pet. <laughs> Wait, Corey, you got something to say? I don't like him. I don't trust him. You don't trust him. <laughs> there's something going on. on that I, I agree. He just I agree. sits there. So there's a, I've, I've got some reservations about Mr. Arbuckle. Alright. Yeah, I don't trust him. Oh. But um before I forget, this is a little off topic, but um I went back to that GQ interview with uh, Bill Murray that we referred to in the February episode. Mm-hmm. And um I realized or apparently he said that um a lot of the dialogue for Garfield he rewrote, like on the spot. Like he apparently spent hours like rewriting this dialogue wow. to uh make it better. <laughs> So that makes me wonder, like, what was the original dialogue that Joe Cohen and the other guy wrote? Pretty freaking bad. Yeah, that was better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is like, this is like that uh, Simpsons line, like we did a thousand, or no, it was like we did a hundred takes, and this is the best one. Yeah, like this is like, <laughs> this is better than what we could have gotten. So, what was the original version? Did this movie come out before oh. or after the Cat in the Hat? Uh, after, after, like, because I wonder if maybe this, the original script was like. Or like a borderline PG thirteen, uh, like mm. like vulgar jokes because a lot of the sexual humor uh, in Cat in the Hat was stuff that got cut from the Grinch. Um, so I wonder if uh, I think what? Um, no, I was gonna say I think it's actually the opposite. Like I think this was like a hard G film, and like very very, more... and I think he made it a little more risque. Like that's my guess. Good. That's probably that's probably film. a better guess uh, actually because I think I do remember this is one of those movies where. Um, uh, the G rating was no longer trendy. So when Happy says damned cat allergies, that was like the one thing that got this a PG rating. <laughs> and um, I just got to say, I, I I don't know what to make of this, but uh, when he was asked about it, later uh, Bill Murray, I mean, 
he was like basically saying that the one good thing about the movie was uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. And it's, his quote was, uh, I'll read it right here. At least they had what's her name? The mind reader, pretty girl, really curvy girl, bodies one in a million. What's her name? Help me. You know what I mean. Wow. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hang on. Hang on. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Right. At least they had her in good looking clothes. Best thing about the movie. But that's all ugly. That's inappropriate. That's just. That's why when they say any regrets at the end of Zombie Land, I say, well, maybe Garfield. So that's uh, that's uh, Bill Murray's review of Garfield. At least he's movie. aware that that's maybe not the best thing to say. Yeah. Well. Tough look. That's yeah. a tough, tough look. look for Bill. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's you hate to see it, but you love Bill, you know? <laughs> but that also sounds like something uh, that Bill Murray would just say just to mess with people. That's true. That's true. I think... That's that's a good point. I think, though, that that was really, like, him uh, being honest there, and he was like, I better pull back. I'm being recorded. So, I don't know, man. I That, that sounds like it's not a great situation, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, Corey and Ben, do you have any other notes? Or other thoughts, stray observations? I just like didn't I expect did. to have this experience with this movie. That's that's the biggest note I can say. Can you guys shed a little bit of light on why Odie doesn't talk? He, doesn't he doesn't in the comics either. I think is what it boils that's, down to. That's what I figured. Well, it's, it's like um, bizarre. it's like Pluto Goofy rules. That's how I equated before. Oh, okay. So like I think it's just like he, I, I don't know. I guess he's just mute by design. I don't know if he's yeah. like. Uh, more. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know why some dogs can talk and some can't. I don't, I don't want to falsify an answer, but I, I, that's the that's the best I can explain. It is that it's goofy Pluto rules in this Garfield universe. I buy that. I buy it. I buy it. Um, have you guys seen the sequel? Do you address the sequel? Uh, we talk about it. I've seen it. I believe I saw it in Matt, theaters, but haven't. You since. own it, right? Me? Yeah. No, 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 no. I saw it in theaters and haven't seen it since. I definitely probably saw it. I'd like to revisit it. It's bad. Yeah. Like, I I will say outright, like, I think when I saw Garfield Tale Two Kitties, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it on DVD. It pretty much killed my, like, sincere like of Garfield. <laughs> like, at that <laughs> oh, point. Wow. Now I've got to watch it. <laughs> it was, like, one of those things where it's, like, at that point in time, I was, like, I remember distinctly in my mind being, like, I'm not a Garfield fan anymore. And then I turned 20-something, and I'm, like... Irony is a thing, so Garfield it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, uh, so Corey and Ben, thank you so much for hashing it out with us. Hashing thank it you. Dash with us. Thank you for extending this to us. I think it's, uh, it's what it's we needed. It brought, yeah. it brought up some things that were dormant in us. Yeah, there's a real glow to it. I could definitely feel yeah, that. Glow. Well, yeah, for sure. I was going to say, I mean, as I said last month, Garfield the movie is about people finding love or learning how to love. And I think one of the best things this movie can do is remind people to love the people they have in their lives, even if they don't recognize that love at first. So I'm glad that Garfield the movie provided that for your relationship with one another. I am I am legitimately watching a tear roll down Ben's face right now. <laughs> Which eye is it? Oh, that, the that's, the, that's the, like, the really dramatic one. Mm-hmm. This is the one facing me. This rounded. This t- took a turn on about face, and it became very beautiful and sincere. And I, I just want to thank you guys again for coming on. Thanks for having us. 
Yeah, thanks for having us. This, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I'm crying a little too. Chris, well, I love you guys. Uh, a lot of people take. Oh, well, I love you too, Matt, and you. Yeah, I love you too. Uh, well, hey, I love you guys. Let's internet hug everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hugging across. We're we're actually hugging. Yeah, we're yeah, actually good. hugging. Yeah, Corey and Ben are the only two that are actually in, together in yeah. person right now. For listening, always. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't dispel the illusion, Matt. I, I didn't. What? What? <laughs> what? Uh, I, we're all in the same room. Yeah, that's what I mean. We're all here together. We're all, we're all hugging. hugging in the same room. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, we should wrap this thing up. I will. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, Matt, maybe move your hand up a little bit. I don't want it too right, close. Oh man. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show, and thank you, listeners, for once again joining us in this episode of Annie Ogre Toots Ogre. I'm Will. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. I'm Corey, and I'm Ben. I'm Ben, and I'm Corey. <laughs> Good night. All right, and remember, kids, Annie Ogre. Till it's Ogre. Good night, everybody. See you, everybody. So much to do, so much to see, 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 so much to do, so much to see. Ah, and that's a sign that the tank is full.